Blog Talk Radio. Israelites with your host, the seer of Seed Royal. To the four corners of the globe, praise his righteous and powerful name. religion are you mm-hmm. in your pursuit of perfection with God? What, 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 what are um, you? I was raised Seventh-day Adventist. Okay, and what does um, that mean? Seventh-day Adventist is a Christian denomination, mm-hmm. and one of the things that we believe is observing the Sabbath. Mm-hmm. Uh, so from a young child, you know, being brought up, I was always brought up with Sabbath observance. So Friday night sundown, Saturday night sundown, as mentioned in the Ten Commandments, remember the seventh day to keep it holy. Uh, and then also Jesus uh, observes Sabbath as well. Yeah. So it's one day where... I don't check my emails. I don't respond to work calls. I don't read from Friday night. Friday night sundown sundown. to Saturday night sundown. Yeah. No work. You don't check your emails. No. That's 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 like against the commandment of Hollywood that thou shalt carry thy BlackBerry at all times. But you know what? Here's the thing. 
when you set boundaries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Up front. Up front. Here's what my commitment is. So we all agree. I love this, Before we even take the job or go down the road. Yeah. Here's the commitment. Yeah. Are we all agreeing this is okay? Mm -hmm. So then all I have to do is just make sure I keep the commitment. Yeah. Because the moment I break it is the moment they realize, oh, well, he wasn't that serious. Mm Mm-hmm. But for me, Sabbath is a time to recharge. It's a time to rest. It's a time to spend time with my family. Uh, it's a time to spiritually reconnect. Yeah. Um, it's incredible. What is interesting is that you allow your faith, yeah. your belief in God, to be at the forefront of who you are yeah. in a place where most of us, and you even say in the book, I remember when I said to my father, uh, I was like 13, 14, that I, I'm going to be an actress. No daughter of mine is going to be going out to Sodom and Gomorrah. Oh, boy. Sodom and Gomorrah. You know the line. Sodom yes. and Gomorrah. Sodom and Gomorrah. Yeah, right. So you're living in what a lot of certainly traditional Christian people see yeah. Hollywood as the land of everything but following the path of, of your faith. How, how, how do you make it out there? <laughs> well, you make it by being true to yourself. Mm-hmm. And like my literally for your, for your first job. I mean, I'm sorry yeah. to interrupt. Okay. For your first job. Uh, working as an intern with yeah. Will Smith, yeah. you say to them, yeah. look, I have to have the Sabbath yeah. off, yeah. which may I just confess that I learned in my first meeting with Devon, all these years I thought the Sabbath was Sunday. Yeah. I've been going to church. We say worship on the Sabbath, worship on the Sabbath in the Baptist church. And you corrected me. You said, no, Sunday is the first day of the week. Yeah. Sabbath is Friday sundown to Saturday sundown. That's right. That's I right. I stand corrected. <laughs> Amen. So you go to your first job yeah. with Will Smith yes. and say, look, I'm really excited to be here, but well, I have to have Friday. Friday night sundown, Saturday night sundown off. And what happened was... For your first job... Uh, Working as an intern with yeah. Will Smith, yeah. you say to them, yeah. look, I have to have the Sabbath yeah. off, yeah. which may I just confess that I learned in my first meeting with Devon, all these years I thought the Sabbath was Sunday. Yeah. I've been going to church. We say worship on the Sabbath, worship on the Sabbath in the Baptist church. And you corrected me. You said, no, Sunday is the first day of the week. Yeah. Sabbath is Friday sundown to Saturday sundown. That's right. That's I right. stand corrected. <laughs> Amen. So you go to your first job yeah. with Will Smith yeah. and say, look, I'm really excited to be here, but well, I have to have Friday. Friday night sundown, Saturday night sundown off. All right. So Oprah, Oprah Winfrey is a billionaire, and the billionaire did not know. Now, I wonder how many more can look right in the mirror and say the same thing. She is a billionaire, and she didn't know that the day of the Bible you're supposed to worship with the Bible in your hand will be Friday night to Saturday night. She said she didn't know that. I wonder who who else will come clean and say, you know, I didn't know that neither. I thought Sunday at 9 o'clock in the morning was the day you go to worship. No, no, that's not correct. If you're going to tote the Bible in your hand, the day that you go worship him with the Bible in your hand will be Friday night. Until Saturday night. That is the Bible Sabbath day. That's the day he says in Isaiah 26, verse 3, keep your mind on him 
and he will keep you in perfect peace. So he gave you a day to worship him. You got it? Good. All right. Top part of seven day. We got the memos in at all the six anointed camps. Day ready to go. Camp one, two, three, four, five, six. All voices of a two Israelite camps that we ready to entertain those that want to do the Bible Sabbath day. So if you're within 70 miles in range, we got an international line that you can call, and the number is 224-600-5579, and then we'll hook you up and see where you're at and get you on one of the six anointed counts and just get in where you fit in at. Remember, you be doing the almightiest will if you tote that Bible. You got it? Good. All right, we're going to bring our elder in, and our elder, Mr. Tibbs Israel. He'll tell you all about the broadcast. Remember, back on Airways tomorrow at 2 o'clock. So uh, we better bring him in. He'll tell you all about the broadcast and whatever the almighty put on him to tell you. So when you meet our elder, with a loud voice, you say, Elder Mr. Tibbs Israel. Yaquah bless you, see you as well as see Royal. Hallelujah, Yaquah. Hallelujah, Yaquah. You heard um, big dignitary Oprah Winfrey say, she didn't know, and she said, I'm a billionaire, I didn't know that the Sabbath day with the Bible in your hand is Friday night to Saturday night, and I'm a billionaire, and I didn't know that. But now I know. So we wonder what is she doing now since she don't find out the truth that the day that you carry your Bible to worship is supposed to be on Friday night to Saturday night. Now you line up with the Bible. So if we got that wrong, I wonder what else we got wrong. Find out that a little bit later after the elders tell this national audience over 900,000 strong, and we want to have a hallelujah to those around um, what is uh, in Little Rock, Little Rock, Arkansas. All the ones around Little Rock, Arkansas, that that we can all be tuned into the broadcast tonight and getting our relief. Uh, with this water, call this uh, what's the water called um, that hot water? Getting that hot water in Arkansas for water, called some kind of water. You know, you get in that hot tub and get your mind right. But one thing about getting your mind right, you get your mind more than right by listening to bosses of a tourism. Got it good. Hey, yo, take your time while we try to get out there together. And you on the clock, and the floor is all yours. Y'all probably be with your elder, Mr. Tibbs Israel. And after you get through all that stretch and books out, because we're going to see if we get something going on. You on the clock, come on. Well, once again, Yaquah bless you, here, Israel. And thank you for bringing me into tonight's broadcast. And this is why all this good information that we hear on this broadcast, 
lead you to a biblical and righteous education. But mostly what we do is teach you the word of Yahweh, the way as it should be taught. You know, that reminds me, I always make a little statement that a teacher can't learn from their students because he's given wise counsel. But having knowledge, he even gains more experience by teaching. Now, a good student can always teach his students wise counseling. Well, they're possible. It may be possible to teach one day themselves. And actually, this shows well in all the six camps that teach the word of Yahweh. We all have to be aware that most of us came to hear things that some of us here, some listening, never understand. But not to worry, because Yahweh's ministry makes all this misunderstanding very possible. A lot of us came to see things through the Bible, through proper teaching, and some looking can never find. And this is what you call the mission form. They can do none of these things. And again, this is why the words of Yahweh is taught, makes all this more possible for the righteous. And that key word is righteous. Because we have to be aware, by knowing the scriptures and the Bible precepts, we're given that knowledge to know. There are those out there that camouflage their evil or confused teaching. And don't forget the overly loud, bump the gums people that want to express their wrong opinions. I guess they figure if they talk loud, that will make them sound more correct. But that puts them into the category of what Yahweh hates. And that's mentioned in the book of Proverbs, chapter 6, verses 16 through 19. 16 says, Six things do of the Yahweh, yea, even seven are abomination unto him. 17, a proud look and a lion tongue, and hands that shed innocent blood. 18, a heart of mind that tells wicked imaginations to be swift and running into mischief. 19. A false witness that speaketh lies, and he that soareth discord among brothers. You know, everyone that's going to tell you what the book comes from the Bible actually is from their own from their own mind and not from the book. Some even come tell you, oh, I'm the second coming himself. Well, that's not what it tells us in First John chapter 4, verse 3, reading the Bible. 3 says, every spirit that confessed that Yahweh the Son has come in the flesh is not that of Yahweh. This is the spirit of the anti-Yahweh. Or you have heard that it should come, even now already in the world. And you can bet that it is. Because you have many people trying to pull you into their own scriptures. That was happening to me today. Now, if I wasn't aware of the scriptures like I just got through saying, I would have been led like a sheep to slaughter. Like it mentioned in the book of Acts, chapter 8, looking at verse 32. 32 says, the place of the scripture which he read was this. He was led like a sheep to slaughter. And like a lamb dumb before his shears. So he opened up not his mouth. But when I hear something that's not right, I 
going to speak up because I need my James 520. I'm going to speak up about that, which is not right. This is why we're here to help guide you through these dark times of bad teaching, loud about the gums, and rolling talk Christianity. We welcome and thank all of you for attending another live broadcast of God Walks Ministry. And we come to you live and open to you all with new and exciting topics from the King James Bible. And first and foremost, about Yahweh's Word, learning how to connect those Bible books, your health, tools that you should eat, and keeping the Sabbath days, as you heard earlier, had a big dignitary, being making billions of dollars, have the wrong day in their mind about the Sabbath. Well, we actually tell you about the Sabbath. We even talk about foods that you should eat and a lot of other things, even your health, that we cover in the Bible. All this and more you can find in the Voices of the Jerusalites, Tribe of Yadah. For this learning, we're open unto you on normal days from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. And those normal days are Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. No class on Tuesday. Now, the Sabbath, the top part of the Sabbath is Friday. Our class on Friday starts at 7.30 to 10.30. And the bottom part of the Sabbath is Saturday. We have a temple class that starts at 12 p.m. And a online class that starts at 2 to 5 p.m. Until our temple members desire to leave. We even have a website address. To get there, on any search line, enter tribeyada.com. For Voices of the True Israelites, tribeofyada.com. You know, we had many people complain, hey, I can't find it. Well, once you enter what was said, tribeyada.com, make sure you click tribeyada.com-israelites. When you do that, just under the big line, you will see some choices. And one will be tithes and offerings. Click PayPal and follow the instructions. In the other device, you possibly might see menu. But after clicking that, again, you'll see choices. Still choose the tithes and offerings, and when doing so, remember what it says in the book of Psalms, chapter 96, verse 7, and verse number 8. 7 says, Give unto the aqua, you can of the people. Give unto the Yahweh glory and strength. Give unto the Yahweh the glory due unto his name. Bring an offering and come unto his courts. I always remind everyone that when you're doing this, to remember that Yahweh loves a cheerful giver. And also, the donations that's given is greatly appreciated that you give according to the Bible scriptures that are mentioned in the book of Leviticus, chapter 27, verse 30, and once again mentioned in the book of Hebrews, chapter 7, verse 8, and verse number 9. This is done to keep this ministry bringing you, thus says Yahweh Also for building a school, which is very well needed, a banquet hall, radio station, and land to grow the helpful as we continue to speak of on this program. We even have a calendar. While you're there, area, please check our calendar, which will help keep you, your family, and friends in tune with the feast days that come to us throughout the year. Also, we have a live program. This feature is available during our broadcast time. 
Once again, to get there, just enter three words, Yahweh Radio Live. And after you click on it, look for Voices of the Truth Lights, Tribe of Gavda, and click the red live button. As soon as it appears, you'll be right into our live online broadcast. We also have a few numbers you can call with Yahweh Online. The first is our live conference room number. This number is 319. Five two seven six zero six five. The other is two two four six zero zero five five seven nine. This would be an international number that was mentioned earlier, where you can call and leave a message on those scriptures that you may have questions on, which can be answered by any one of the six anointed camps. But also, in saying that, do not call this number trying to teach. You'll only hear a discouraging click followed by a dial tone. Also, by calling the same number, you can order what our members know as the 12 programs via the 12 tribes of Israel on DVD. Just make sure we get the correct name and the correct address, and you will receive it promptly. On another note, we might ask, please do not contact us here. Either email, phone, or text before broadcast or afterwards. This year is usually pretty busy with the WCC the New York Station stockholder, Mr. Cigar Man, announcing many memos. Even now, in addition to that, the Latter-day Saints. So please use the international line of 224-600-5579. If the question is legit, you will receive a call back. As I said, unless you call trying to teach, you will only hear that discouraging doubt. So we can start our program and listen to some of the information from the book that we all read, the book of Yahweh, the Bible, and pass our program back over to us here in Israel and say hallelujah, Yahweh. Well, I got to check one line. Okay, all right. Yeah, excellent now. El, you on Say what you had to say and make sure I'm on the right line. For your first job uh, working as an intern with yeah. Will Smith, yeah. you say to them, yeah. look, I have to have the Sabbath yeah. off. Yeah. Which, may I just confess that I learned in my first meeting with Devon, all these years I thought the Sabbath was Sunday. Yeah. I've been going to church. We say worship on the Sabbath, worship on the Sabbath in the Baptist church. And you corrected me. You said, no, Sunday is the first day of the week. Yeah. Sabbath is Friday sundown to Saturday sundown. That's right. That's I right. stand corrected. <laughs> Amen. So you go to your first job yeah. with Will Smith yes. and say, look, I'm really excited to be here, but well, I have to have Friday. Friday night sundown, Saturday night sundown off. I 
either microphones open or cell phone too close to the mic. Yeah, I got, I got, I got too many, I got, I got too many microphones open here, and I got too much going on. You know, one man can do so much, so I got so much stuff going on at the same time. But uh, properly, we kind of got something that we can take it from there. So, uh, how are you hearing the old seal right now as we speak? Well, I'm hearing you pretty good. Cause sometimes the uh, cell phone can also feedback for the microphone when it's too close. But you're sounding pretty good right now. So. And what you go through brings what's already in you out. Okay. So what path or religion are you mm-hmm. in your pursuit of Perfection with God. What, 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 what are um, you? I was raised Seventh-day Adventist. Okay, and what does um, that mean? Seventh-day Adventist is a Christian denomination, mm-hmm. and one of the things that we believe is observing the Sabbath. Mm-hmm. Uh, so from a young child, you know, being brought up, I was always brought up with Sabbath observance. So Friday night sundown, Saturday night sundown, as mentioned in the Ten Commandments, remember the seventh day to keep it holy. Uh, and then also Jesus uh, observes Sabbath as well. Yeah. So it's one day where I don't check my emails, I don't respond to work calls, I don't read From scripts. Friday night. Friday night, Sunday. Sunday. To Saturday night, Sunday. Yeah. No work. You don't check your email. No. That's, that's, like, a, there's a function. that's, a, that's like against the commandment of Hollywood, that thou shalt carry thy Blackberry at all times. But you know what? Here's the yes. thing. When you set boundaries. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, up front. Up front. Here's what my commitment is. So we all agree. I we love this. We to divine. take the job and go down the road. Yeah. Here's the commitment. Yeah. Are we all agreeing this is okay? Mm-hmm. So then all I have to do is just make sure I keep the commitment. Yeah. Because the moment I break it yeah. is the moment they realize, oh, well, he wasn't serious. Mm-hmm. But for me, Sabbath is a time to recharge. It's a time to rest. It's a time to spend time with my family. Uh, it's a time to spiritually reconnect. Yeah. Um, it's incredible. What is interesting is that you allow your faith, yeah. your belief in God, to be at the forefront of who you are in a place where... Most of us, and you even say in the book, I remember when I said to my father, uh, I was like 14, 14, that I, I'm going to be an actress. No daughter of mine is going to be going out to Sodom and Gomorrah. Oh, boy. Sodom and Gomorrah. You know the line. Sodom yes. and Gomorrah. Sodom and Gomorrah. Yeah, right. So you're living in what a lot of certainly traditional Christian people see Hollywood as the land of everything but following the path of, of your faith. How, how, how do you make it out there? <laughs> well, you make it by being true to yourself. Mm-hmm. And like literally for your, for your first job, I'm sorry yeah, to interrupt. Okay. For your first job, uh, working as an intern with yeah. Will Smith, yeah. you say to them, yeah. look, I have to have the Sabbath yeah. off, yeah. which may I just confess that I learned in my first meeting with Devon, all these years I thought the Sabbath was Sunday. Yeah. I've been going to church. We say worship on the Sabbath, worship on the Sabbath in the Baptist church. And you corrected me. You said, no, Sunday is the first day of the week. Sabbath is Friday sundown to Saturday Sunday. That's right. That's I right. stand corrected. <laughs> Amen. So you go to your first job yeah. with Will Smith yeah. and say, look, I'm really excited to be here, but right. I have to have Friday. Friday night sundown, Saturday night sundown off. And what happened was it was. Were you scared to say that? Yeah, I was scared. It didn't. It wasn't intentional. Like you, it wasn't intentional. It wasn't intentional. But I'm there in the interview. Yes. And God starts to literally. It feels like He's speaking to me. 
you know, because she everything goes great. I feel like, okay, yeah, I got this in the bag. You know how you just go in and you, you land and it's all good. But at the end of the interview, it was like God was saying, tell her about the Sabbath. And I'm like, no, I'll tell her after I get the internship. <laughs> after I get the <laughs> job, I get what I want. I'll tell her. Right. Yeah. And he said, no, be obedient. And so I said, man, all right, well, here's the thing. I can't take this internship if I have to work Friday night sundown or Saturday night sundown because I observe the Sabbath. And she was quiet. And then after a moment, she said, don't worry, work around that. And I said, hallelujah. And what it did was wow. it gave me confidence that if I embrace who I am, wow. it will open doors, not shut them. Also, that's really big. Hold that a moment. Pause. Tweet, tweet. Okay, good. Go ahead. thinking about doors, right? Yeah. If your faith won't fit in the door that opens, yeah. then I argue do not walk through that door. The door that God Whoa, has opened boy, for you will fit your faith. That's a, such a tweet, tweet. I have to take a break. <laughs> I, have to, I have to take a break and tweet that myself. All right. Okay. We'll be right back. All right. Got a couple things ready. Now, Elder, Mr. Kidd, now we think we kind of got a few things ready to go now. So, um, if we got everything ready to go there for the top part of Saturday, you know, I'm running a, a what's called a, a wrecking crew as we speak. So, top part of Saturday. So, if, if we got everything in order, well, we heard of it. Israel around the world over 900,000 strong, and if, and if we if we are, let me see if I find Mother Eve one more again, one more time, and see if Mother Eve is uh, ready to do her part on the top part of the day. Let's try it one more time. A Mother Eve from the tribe of Yahweh do the one of the mothers out of Camp One. Hey, mother, y'all probably be with right? All right. I'm having a problem with the mother. Um, hey, yo. Hey, yo, Mr. Kidd. Y'all probably be with your FP, right? And y'all bless you once again, Israel. Well, I'm all over the place right now, you know, but it be that way sometimes, so so we just going to have to see what we can get going on until the cavalry gets going on. So if, if we got a pretty good sound out there, and Oprah Winfrey on Open the Door to talk about being a billionaire, and she didn't know the day of worshiping with the Bible, it is Friday night to Saturday night, so I imagine... How many more do not? How many more people do not know that when you got the Bible in your hand, the day of worshiping Him is Friday night to Saturday night? Hey, yo, let's talk about that for a minute. How many of you think know that? Weirdly, come on, let's talk about it for a minute. That's a pretty good question. So, so I've, I've ran into recently a lot of pastors, just like you're saying, not naming any names, that swear up and down that the Sabbath is Sunday and that uh, anybody else that does the Sabbath on Saturday, they got a name for them. They call it seven-day vintage, you know, but uh, I had to 
research my archives to find out what that meant. But there's a lot of people out there that don't do the Sabbath. They don't do the feast days. They don't keep them holy like the Bible says. So it's good that we have this program to teach people those things which you should be doing when you open up that book. Okay. Well, and that's one of the reasons why we is getting ready to fix the Northern Campus for the 12 tribes of Israel children's school book together. And on questions just like that, uh, uh, it's amazing. So if the head of the family, the father and the mother, do not know that the Sabbath day of the Bible is when the sun go down on Friday until the sun go down on Saturday. They don't know that. So you can imagine that the children do not know that either. So we're going to put a children's book together, and we started on it uh, a couple of days ago. On We might talk about that a little bit, but we might want to talk about what Oprah just said. So remember, Oprah is a billionaire. So, and, and once you come truthfully saying, okay, I didn't know it, I, I wonder how she made a definite on it because she did say, I just didn't know it. I thought Sonny was today. For your first job uh, working as an intern with yeah. Will Smith, yeah. you say to them, yeah. look, I have to have the Sabbath yeah. off, yeah. which may I just confess that I learned in my first meeting with Devon, all these years I thought the Sabbath was Sunday. Yeah. I've been going to church. We say worship on the Sabbath, worship on the Sabbath in the Baptist church. And you corrected me. You said, no, Sunday is the first day of the week. Sabbath is Friday sundown to Saturday sundown. That's right. That's I right. stand corrected. <laughs> Amen. So you go to your first job yeah. with Will Smith yes. and say, look, I'm really excited to be here, but well, I have to have Friday. Friday night sundown, Saturday night sundown off. Right back and listen to you for a few minutes and see if 
see what you're working with. But we just dropped a little 12, 12 on the table. And we're going to adventure, adventure down that avenue because so in Genesis 2, verse 3, can you tell me what the Bible says? It's the blessed day there, you know? Genesis 2, verse 3, what day do the Bible say is the blessed day and according to the Bible? Let's see what it says that we can read in Genesis 2, verse number 3. Hey, El, look at the of Israel. Look at down there and get that microphone and, and take a little peep at Genesis 2, verse number 3. What it says. In the book of Genesis, chapter 2, reading verse number 3. 3 says, And Yahweh blessed the seventh day and sanctified it, because that in it he had rested from all his work, which Yahweh created in me. Mm -hmm. So what day is the blessed day according to Genesis 2, verse 3? Read out. Hell, according to Genesis 2, verse 3, what day is the blessed day in Genesis 2, verse 3? Well, it clearly says here the seventh day. All right. Well, remember, remember we, we clear about it ourselves, but we found a billionaire didn't know that. So imagine how many other billionaires do not know that. So what we're doing, we just gonna, we just going to do... Judges 5 11 now. What that says, you know, what we're going to do is Judges 5 verse 11. What do Judges 5 11 say, yo? In the book of Judges, chapter 5, verse number 11. 11 says, They that are delivered from the places, from the noises of arches, and the places of drawing water. There shall they rehearse the righteous act of the Yahweh, even the righteous act toward the inhabitants of his villages and Israel. Then shall the people of the Yahweh go down to the gates. Okay, so so my just as over didn't know the righteous day. I imagine how many did not know that. But see, we're gonna rehearse the righteous act, but we can't take none for granted. Because an Oprah being a billionaire did not know that. So we gonna adventure down there and peep at this Sabbath day and we find out the Sabbath day is Friday night to Saturday night. But now we notice that's the day you're supposed to have the Bible open and that's the day you're supposed to do Isaiah twenty six verse three there, El. Hey El, what do it say in the book of Isaiah 26, verse number 3. Now, what, what else do you do on this day? In the book of Isaiah, chapter 26, verse number 3. 3 says, Thou wilt keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee, because he trusted in thee. Oh, so he'll keep you in perfect peace on him. And he gave a people a day, and he blessed them, saying, Keep my Sabbath day, Friday night to Saturday night. And not only he said something else, Dale, he said that in Leviticus 23, verse 1, 2, and 3. 
Let's see how you're supposed to conduct yourself on the Friday night and Saturday night. Let's find out how do you conduct yourself. What are you supposed to do when the sun goes down on Friday until the sun goes down on Saturday? Let's see exactly what you're supposed to do in the Genesis 23, verse 1, 2, and 3. Let's talk about the elder according to that, what it says in the Genesis 23, 1, 2, and 3. Okay, looking at the book of Leviticus, chapter 23, reading verses 1 to verse number 3. 1 says, And the Yahweh spake unto Moses, saying, 2. Speak unto the children of Israel, and say unto them, Concerning the feast of the Yahweh, which he shall proclaim to be a righteous convocation, even these are my feasts. 3. Six days shall work be done, but the seventh day is the Sabbath of rest, righteous convocation. You shall do no work therein. This is the Sabbath of the Yahweh and all your dwellings. Oh, hey, well, you brought up a profound statement. That's very excellent. So when he was given this message, this message at the time that it was written, it was for a specific people and we got to get their name again in verse number 23, verse 2. So when the Sabbath day was ordained by the Almighty, he told Moses to tell who was in, according to what you just got to read, I think in verse 2, he said, you go, Moses, and you tell who was in in verse 2. The children of Israel. Oh, so this is a day for the children of Israel. And so if this is a day for the children of Israel, can you help on steer out and tell me how many tribes in the children of Israel, if they're obedient by going to the 49th chapter of Genesis, verse 28. So this was told to a specific people. He said, Moses, you go tell the children of Israel to keep my Sabbath day, Friday night to Saturday night, to receive their blessing. And, in, and on that day, you have a righteous gathering. That's what he just said in 2 and 3, 1, 2 and 3. Now we go and find out how many tribes is the children of Israel that just didn't that Moses got to tell it to by reading the 49th chapter of Genesis, verse 28. What is that we can read there, 49, 28? In the book of Genesis, chapter 49, verse number 28, it says, All these are the 12 tribes of Israel. And this is that their father spake unto them and blessed them. Everyone, according to his blessing, he blessed them. Oh, so this commandment was told to the 12 tribes of Israel. So maybe the reason why the Christians do not obey this or understand this because they would say, well, we are Christians. This was not given to the Christians. 
that was given to the children of Israel. So you see, so now we may see why it is a difference because the Christians was not given Saturday. This was given to the children of Israel. So if you the children of Israel of the twelve tribes, you are found a, a blessing if you keep the Sabbath day. But if if you say you are Christian, then I guess you don't have to keep the Sabbath day because it wasn't given to the Christians no way. So that's pretty big. So maybe now we see why people didn't understand that the Sabbath day was given to the children of Israel, and it was not given to the Christians. So the Christians, but we're going to find out a little later on some things on the way of find out some things. So, so if you are, if you find out that you are a bloodline descendant of the 12 tribes of Israel, in the Sabbath day, you're supposed to keep. Because it tells you, children of Israel, once you know that's who you are, what it tells you in Numbers chapter 15, verse 15, 16, and 29. So, you know, we're just going to walk this down because just as the billionaire over there knows, because Oprah Winfrey is a Christian, so she, she, she has never read and the pastor that was over her never read nowhere in the Bible that if you are Christian, you got to keep the Sabbath day. It was only told to the children of Israel. Oh, so now we see. So if you are children of Israel and you find out that you is a children of Israel, then your clock will start ticking once you know. Look what it says in Numbers chapter 15, verse 15, 16, and 29. Numbers chapter 15, verses 15, 16, and 29. What does it say that elder, Mr. Kier, Israel, come on? In the book of Numbers chapter 15, looking at verses 15, 16, and verse number 29. 15 says, One ordinance shall be both for you and the congregation, and also for the stranger that sojourneth with you. An ordinance forever in your generations, as ye are such shall be the stranger for the Yahweh. Sixteen, one law and one manner shall be for you, for the stranger that sojourneth with you. Verse number 29 says, You should have one law for him that through ignorance, both for him that is born among the children of Israel and for the stranger that sojourneth among them. Hmm. I like that one. We learned something. Well, we learned something with the Bible open that the Sabbath day was given to the people of the book called the children of Israel. And long as they knew they was Israel and had no blanket in it, they knew that they supposed to keep the Sabbath day, and the Sabbath day was never given to the Christians. The Christians, 
is a religion just like Islam, Judaism, and all of them is religion. So once you are on a religion, then law is you understand that your religion never told you to keep the Sabbath day. I guess you can continue doing the way you're doing, I guess. But once you find out that um that he picked his people called the children of Israel to keep the Sabbath day, and look what he says about it. In Leviticus 24, verse number 1 and verse 8. Let's see, let's see what he says in Leviticus. Then we go on to the New Testament and see that anything changed. So let's go and look at what was told in the 24th chapter, Elder, Mr. Chief Israel. In the 24th chapter, verse 1 and verse 8. What was that we can read? In the book of Leviticus, chapter 24, reading verse 1 and verse number 8, one says, And the Yahweh spake unto Moses, saying, verse number 8, Every Sabbath shall be set in order before the Yahweh, continually being taken from the children of Israel by an everlasting covenant. Oh, so hell, look what we gonna find out on the way to find out something. Maybe we maybe we see why Oprah didn't know that was Sabbath day because Oprah maybe thinks that she's a Christian and a Christian don't have no nationality to it. See, being a Christian, you can be a Christian today or a Muslim tomorrow. You can jump all over the place. But this was to a specific bloodline of people called the children of Israel to receive their blessing. They have to keep the Sabbath day, Friday night to Saturday night. And he says in that number 15, 15, 16, as you are the children of Israel. As you are, so should a stranger be. So the stranger cannot you cannot follow the stranger, and that means the other nation. Once you find out you are a member of the children of the bloodline Israelites, you supposed to keep the Sabbath day because he made his claim about that. And by going to the 31st chapter of Exodus, let's see what he says that we can read in Exodus 31. Verse 12 down to verse 18. But before you read that, let me check and see. Have um, a young CC straight up mother's microphone, and she can mother's kind of kept tote the load on the top part of Saturday. So let's see if we reach mother, mother E, and see if she's coming on stage for the top part of Saturday. Let's try. Hey, mother E, one of the mothers out of count one. Oh, uh, WCC saying we are working on public microphone. Our microphone is not ready yet. Give us some more time. Oh, okay. All right. Give, give, give the mother a little bit more time. 
because the WCC, the World Council of Turkey, says they're working on her microphone. And once her microphone is ready, they'll let me know. And we'll bring the mother in. They'll assist in the night. Top father seven. Okay. All right. So now, you know, we'll find out something. Let's find out how important that is. But before you read, before you read, just put a mark in there, Elder. I want to read Psalm 11, verse number 3. I want to look at Psalm 11, verse 3, and tell me what that says in 11, verse 3. In the book of Psalms, looking at chapter 11, reading verse number 3. 3 says, If the foundation be destroyed, what can the righteous do? See, and that's the same thing about Oprah Winfrey. She didn't know that the Sabbath day was given to the children of Israel because she knew all her life she'd been a Christian. And a Christian don't have to keep the Sabbath day because they wasn't given the Sabbath day. So what we're going to do later on this broadcast, once we kind of get uh, some more anticipation, we're going to take a look at, since the Christians don't have to keep Friday night to Saturday night, we're going to find out who, who is the head of the Christians a little bit later. But right now we're, we're just going to read, when you read this Bible, what was pertain to the children of Israel, all 12 tribes. So we're going back to Moses in the 31st chapter there, Elder, of the book of Exodus. We're going to go to Exodus 31, and we're going to lay this out because this as of being there did not know Friday night, the Saturday night was the day of the Bible. Maybe somebody on this on the international side uh, did more than me and wanted to do right, but didn't know that when you got the Bible in your hand, you're supposed to keep Friday night to Saturday night. No. So we, we, we might be on something. So let's look at the 31st chapter of Exodus. Look at verse number 1 and verse 12. What it says we can read, uh, Elder and Exodus 31. Verse 1 and 12. In the book of Exodus, looking at chapter 31, reading verse 1 and verse number 12, one says, And the Yahweh spake unto Moses, saying, verse 12, And the Yahweh spake unto Moses, saying, Oh, so now, when you find out that the Almighty is speaking to you, you know, you know like you remember when you're growing up, you tell your, your kids something one time, but they know if you turn around and tell them the same thing the, the second time, I think you, you really get their attention because they know if mom or Paul have said it to us the second time, we know we better stop what we're doing and listen real carefully. So he'll say it twice. And the Almighty said unto Moses, saying, what did he say in verse 13 down to verse 18? Let's just find out. Since Moses had to stop in his track and really listen, 
Let's see what he says that we can read in verse number 13 down to verse 18. Take your time, Leo. The world is rifting. And, and my dear friend, Brother James B., he said, listen, Phil, I'm going to give you 15, 20 minutes, but I, I, I messed around and got comfortable. I think you want something. I'm all here, and I'm listening. We are All right, let's see what we got going on now. And verse 13 down to verse 18. You're on the clock, Hill. Come on. Okay. Looks like we're still in the book of Exodus, chapter 31, reading 13 through 18, I believe you said. 13. Speak thou also unto the children of Israel, saying, Verily, my Sabbath ye shall keep. For this is a sign between me and you throughout your generation, that you may know that I am the Yahweh that doeth sanctify you. 14. You shall keep the Sabbath, therefore, for it is righteous unto you. Everyone that defileth it shall surely be put to death. For whosoever doeth any work therein, that soul shall be cut off from among his people. Fifteen. Six days may work be done, but in the seventh day of the Sabbath of rest, righteous unto the Yahweh, whosoever doeth any work on the Sabbath day, he shall surely be put to death. Sixteen. Wherefore, the children of Israel shall keep the Sabbath to observe the Sabbath throughout their generation. For a perpetual 17 it is a sign between me and the children of Israel forever. For in the sixth day of the Yahweh has made heaven and earth, and on the seventh day he rested and was refreshed. 18. He gave unto Moses when he had made an end of the communion with him upon Mount Sinai, two tables of testimony, tables of stone written with the finger of Yahweh. So, so we find out now that, that this is a sign between your mighty one, you know, the one, your mighty one, this is a sign between him. But, but he keeps talking about the children of Israel. And, and we heard nothing mentioned about a Christian. So uh, if you're a Christian, I guess, according to the Bible, he never told a Christian about keep the Sabbath day of anything. But he, but he, he's making it plainly. He talked to one specific people, the 12 tribes of Israel, to keep the Sabbath day. So now I'm going to back up, L, Mr. Kidd. Because we will see us talk about this in Exodus chapter 16. I want to look at verse number 25 to 30. I want to look at Exodus chapter 16, verse 25 to 30. And take your time, the other course, like I said again, it's no accident because all the ones around Little Rock, Arkansas, around the big auditorium and they got the um what they call the little tanks on and they give their good breathing in and all that. They listen to the ball cast leave the But what we're gonna find out so far that when you got the Bible in your hand, 
these rules and regulations were given to one people called the children of Israel. And we're going to find out more about the children of Israel later because there's no rule in the Bible that was given to the Christians or Islam or Judaism about what day to worship him on. So, so far, for, for the last one hour, all we read about the children of Israel, if you want to obtain your blessing from him, he got rules and regulations, and it starts by you keeping the Sabbath. Okay, let's see what he says in the 16th chapter elders. We're going to Exodus 16, verse number 25, down to verse 30. So take our time and, and let's see inform this national audience over 900,000 strong on the international side of the Dutch speaking thing. Yes, here on the stretch of us, we listen to you and we're going to catch you in something tonight. You catch me in something tonight, we'll find out. 16 chapter verse 25 to 30, it'll take your time, you'll be back on the clock tonight. Okay, in the book of Exodus, chapter 16, reading verses number 25 to verse number 30. 25 says, And Moses said, Eat that day today. For today is the Sabbath unto the Yahweh. Today you shall not find it in the field. 26. Six days you shall gather it, but on the seventh day, which is the Sabbath, and it shall be none. 27. And it came to pass that there went out some of the people on the seventh day together, and they found none. 28. And the Yahweh said unto Moses, How long refuse ye to keep my commandments, my core instructions, and my laws? 29. See for that the Yahweh had given you the Sabbath, therefore he given you on the sixth day the bread of two days. Abide ye every man at his place. Let no man go out of his place seventh day. 30. So the people rested on the seventh day. Now, what he says here in verse 28? 28. And the said unto Moses, How long refuse ye to keep my commandments for instruction and my law? Oh, so keeping the Sabbath day, it is a what, according to verse 28? Yes, Moses. Say, Moses, how long will the children of Israel... Um, not obey me. So what is what is that saying of, about the Sabbath day, sundown Friday, sundown Saturday? What did the Almighty say this day is according to verse 28? According to verse 28, those are his commandments and his laws. Oh! You had national audience according to 
Moses that the Almighty said to him, the Sabbath day is not a luxury for you. It is an order from him. Once you find out that you are a member, a bloodline seed of the children of Israel, the order is for you to keep the Sabbath day Friday night to Saturday night. It is an order from the Almighty to keep the Sabbath day. And that's a great thing now. So as, you know, as the young lives, they, they get ready to spread out like a green bay tree. So uh, you, you, you hold it down in grand style, but the, the young lives, they, um, they, they start to move around a bit out of camp one. So let's hold on just a little bit longer. You're doing great on your end, no doubt about it. They all look still. Oh, we are
out of the land of Egypt. 10. Wherefore I caused them to go forth out of the land of Egypt and brought them into the wilderness. 11. And I gave them my statutes and would show them my judgment, which if a man do, he shall even live in them. 12. Moreover, also, I gave them my Sabbath to be assigned between me and them, that they may know that I am the Yahweh that sanctified them. I am the Yahweh, your Yahweh. Walk in my statutes and keep my judgments and do them. 20. And hallow my Sabbath, and they shall be assigned between me and you, that you may know that I am the Yahweh, your Yahweh. Mm-hmm. So what we're going to find out along the way to find out something that he had uh, the seer he said would you judge him son of man the seer he's a seer you go tell the children of Israel about the abomination that they joined and the abomination they were doing they were coming around this Sabbath day he said you tell the children of Israel that the Sabbath day is a sign between me and you. That for me to know who you are. You see, one about color, it was about obeying the order. See, when you're teaching the Sabbath day, Friday night to Saturday night, you're obeying the order of things. He said, you tell them children of Israel, you keep my Sabbath day. It is a sign between me and you that for me to know who you are. So when you keep in the Sabbath day, you line it up with your maker. He said, show the children of Israel their abomination. So now we feel why Oprah Winfrey never knew about the Sabbath day because Oprah Winfrey was a Christian. See, the Christians was never given a day to keep. But when they were told about keeping Sunday morning by their pastors because they are Christians, the Bible was never given to the Christians to keep Sabbath day, Friday night and Saturday night. It was given to the children of Israel, all 12 tribes. And these all 12 tribes today is scattered all over the known world. But when they wake up and find out that he was talking to the children of Israel about his worshiping day, that's when you will see the mighty one will start taking that hand off of you, your back and make you stand straight up. But you got to obey what you're hearing out of your Bible. Now, we're going to the new book, Elder. While the young lion, he's going to put all of, we're going to tell you about all the other broadcasts. Tell this broadcast, he's sending everything up. He's getting everything ready to haul in that microphone and how much lean he's going to have. You'll find out later. You'll find out how much lean you got. But we see the old elder, Mr. Tibbs Israel, got plenty of them. That's a great thing. 
Do we check out a little raw lesson up and we get it and do our part? In the new book now, Elder, and we go on to Luke chapter 4, verse 12. And we're going to read down to verse 17. We're going to see that anything change when you get past Matthew about keeping the Sabbath day. Now, here comes the son in the box. Now, we're going to find out what he got to say about the Sabbath day. The Friday night, the Saturday night, get together. We're in Luke chapter 4, verse 12 down to verse 17, A.O. Let's see what we got while the young line is getting warmed up, getting all the things ready, getting everything warmed up. So look at Luke chapter 4, verse 12 through 17. Come on. Looking at the book of Luke, chapter 4, reading 12 to 17. 12 says, And Yahweh's son answered, saying unto him, It is said, Thou shalt not tempt the Yahweh, the Yahweh. 13. And when the devil had ended all the temptation, he departed from him for a season. 14. And Yahweh, the son, returned in the power of the Spirit unto Galilee. And there went out a fame of him throughout all the regions round about. 15. And when he taught in their synagogues, being glorified of all, 16, he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up. And as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up for to read, 17. There he was delivered unto him, the book of the prophet Seer Elijah. And when he had opened the book, he found in the place where it was written. Oh, now, you have brought in two points. So when the son went to worship, according to verse 16, what day did the son go to worship according to Luke 4, 16? What was his day of worshiping? And what is the key word in verse 16 for the national audience to hear the key word in 415? What day did he worship, and what is the key word in 415? That key word you're looking for, I believe, is the Sabbath day. Well, the key word that I'm looking for is called his cup. His cup, and it's something he didn't do as an afterthought. That was a lifestyle. Now, the key word to see what we're looking for is his custom word. What he did as a that means a routine. So he he didn't make it as an afterthought. It was a routine. His custom was he went to the worshiping place on the Sabbath day. That's what he did. It was his custom to do it. That means that he knew when the sun go out on Friday, he had to get to a worshiping place. That was his custom. It was not an afterthought. Oh, I wonder, should I keep this? No. That was his custom was to keep the Friday night, the Saturday night. So that was the key word we're looking for, 
keeping the Sabbath day, it was just custom. But a lot of Christians will say, well, we ain't got to follow him no more. We can follow, we follow Paul's now. This is the Pauline doctrine. Okay, good. Let's see what Paul did by going to the 17th chapter, Elder, of Acts. 1, 2, then 18, verse 4. And by the time we get through with that, we believe that the young lion will be ready to tell us who all got the broadcast and what's going on. But like I say again, we're going to watch him real captive. No doubt about it. So now in the 17th chapter, Elder, we're going to look at verse 1 and 2, then look at verse number 4, 18 verse 4. Because we go right now to Christians say, well, we follow the Pauline doctrine now. It's all saying that's what we do. Okay, good. Let's see what Paul did in the 17th chapter, verse 1 and 2, then 18 verse 4. Take your time there, Elder. Come on. In the book of Acts, looking at chapter 17, verse 1 and 2, and chapter 18, verse 4. One says, now when they take past to Annapolis and Apollos, they came unto Thessalonica, where there was a synagogue of the Jews, too. And Paul and his matter was going unto them and went three Sabbath days reasons with them out of the scriptures. Chapter 18, verse number 4. Paul says, and he reasoned in the synagogue every Sabbath and persuaded the Jews and the Greeks. Okay, good, El. So now what you going to find out, El, now listen. Now, El. So now we find out on Chester Saturday, Friday night for Saturday night. And we just found out that Paul kept, what day did Paul, what day is the Pauline, the Pauline kept, Elder? Now, let, let's talk for a couple minutes, Elder, because we all found out something on the way of finding out something. Did Paul do anything different between the son of, of Moses all the way from the beginning? Did Paul do anything, bring any, uh, did he bring anything new in? Uh, it'll take your time and, and talk to the national audience about what you just got to observing in Acts 17, 1 and 2, and 18, verse 4. Take your time, Elder, and talk to the national audience over 900,000 strong and counting. Come on. No. Nope. Paul came into the synagogue. It says that he went three Sabbaths and reasoned with them out of the scriptures. So he was doing some heavy talking. And in 18, looking at verse number four, when he was reasoning with them in the synagogue, the church, he did it every Sabbath, and he persuaded the Jews and the Greeks. Is there anything different? Did Paul bring a new thing? 
So if we, if Paul kept the Sabbath day, Friday night to Saturday night, the Son kept the Sabbath day, Friday night to Saturday night, Moses was given the law of the Sabbath day was commanded Friday night to Saturday night. So how did Paul bring in a new there, you know, can you uh, help talk with those to hear about that? So Paul is not the one that brought that. Paul is not the one that thought of to not keep the Sabbath day because he'd be the biggest hypocrite in the world because Paul kept the Sabbath day. Is that correct, Dale? That's right. Paul kept the Sabbath day. And not only did he keep it, he did some persuading. For, him, for, for the rest of them to do it. So, so we got to find out then if Paul is not the one that changed the Sabbath day, we got to find out who did it then. Because in 2414, since you, since you went there, I might want well to get another verse out to you in 2414 or the book of Acts. Because Paul will make it plain. How he stands, and let's see what Paul say out his own mouth. See, sometimes we got to go to, you might be saying, I really want to get to the to the horse's mouth. Sometimes you got to go get the horse's mouth, get see what the horse's mouth says. So what did Paul say that we can read in 24 verse 14? Let's talk about it here after you read it. That's enough. In the book of Acts, chapter uh, 24, look at verse uh, 14. 14 is good. But this I confess to thee, that after the way which they call heresy, so worship I the Yahweh of my fathers, believing all things which are written in the law and in the prophets. Sears. Oh! Believing in all things which are written in the law and in the prophets. Serious. Oh! So Paul said, no, he said, I believe whatever that was supposed What was written now that he believed everything? Else? What was written that we could read in Leviticus 24, verse 1 and 8? Let's see, let's see that Paul was Paul doing a new thing. He said he believed everything that's written. And he's talking about on the left side of the book. So what is written in Leviticus 24? Verse 1 and 8. So what is written there? That Paul believes. 24 verse 1 and 8. In the book of Leviticus, chapter 24, verse 1 and 8, one says, And the Yahweh spake unto Moses, saying, Verse number 8. Every Sabbath he shall set it in order before the Yahweh continually being taken from the children of Israel by an everlasting covenant. Oh, wow. So Paul said he believed everything that was written 
in the field and and the law and what was written, you told to keep the Sabbath day. And now we see when you read 18 verse 4, he wasn't all that. He wasn't doing no new thing. He was doing the law of Moses in 18 verse 4 by looking at Leviticus 24, 1 and 8, because he knew this was a message given to the children of Israel. So maybe the reason why we do Sunday because they think Paul is a Christian. See, the Christians do not have to keep the Friday night, the Saturday night. But Paul said he believes in everything that is written in the law and into the fear. So maybe we need to find out what is Paul's nationality, what is his bloodline is, and then after that we're going to bring the young lion in and stand by. But let's find out who Paul said he is, the reason why he was keeping the Friday night, the Saturday night, and as his manner was in 18 verse 4, he kept the Sabbath day every Sabbath day according to 18 verse 4. Let's find out what is this bloodline that Paul said he is in the 11th chapter, verse 1 and 2 of Romans. Let's find out why did Paul say he was keeping Sabbath day. Let's find out what Paul's nationality is. Let's find out what Paul's bloodline is. Let's hear him talk for himself. In the 11th chapter, verse 1 and 2 alone. Take the time, Elder, and, and, and we will find you to stand by for the same token. We don't know what kind of, what the young lion working with yet, but we're going to find out. 11 verse 1 and 2, come up. In the book of Romans, chapter 11, verse 1 and 2, one says, I say then, had Yankwa cast away his people? Yahweh forbid, for also am, okay, for also I am an Israelite of the seed of Abraham, of the tribe of Benjamin, too. Yahweh had not cast away his people, which he had foreknew, with not what the scripture had said to Elijah, how he maketh intercessions to Yahweh against Israel, saying, Good. Wait a minute, Elder. You mean Paul identified his bloodline? What did Paul say he is? I didn't hear Paul say he was a Christian. What did Paul say he were for the national audience? You mean Paul came and introduced bloodline to the Romans? What did he say in 11 verse 1 again? He's an Israelite of the seed of Abraham. He, he even told you he tried to. Hell, look at this, Israel. Did Paul even tell you what tried he come to? According to 11 verse 1. He said the tribe of Benjamin, the Israelite, seed of Abraham, tribe of Benjamin. You mean, you mean Paul, the Pauline. 
didn't do nothing different than any other Israelite. And Saul went to Rome to remind the Israelites that were in Rome, and you got to Sabbath day because then he is a Israelite from the seed of Abraham. Then he said, he even know what tribe is from. You mean all that in the Bible? Paul is saying, you mean we can read all that else? That's right there. It's right there. The Pauline doctrine is, according to Paul, do the same thing Moses did, do the same thing the son did, and he was reminding the children of this. That is in Rome. You got his blessing. You got to come back to the Sabbath. Friday night, Saturday night. Because I also am a Israelite from the tribe of Israel. But what I want to know is where did he get that information from to say what he said? The other there, the child Bible is going to be in the line and he's going to tell us all about who the way this was. And the world is listening to our young line. He's going to Growing, when you keep the young lion with a loud voice, you say, sometimes Paul McKay up here, he's out of that one. Y'all probably should have this place. That's my next step. Here is where. Oh, see what. Hallelujah, boy. Hallelujah, boy, that young lion. He's listening really up carefully. So can you tell this national audience over 900,000 people who all inherited broadcast on our television and be back on the airways again tomorrow at 2 o'clock, the 5 o'clock. Talk about it. I mean, you know, I'm going to up. All right. All right. So we know that we are live right now. Hallelujah, 
assembled all the congregation together on the first day of the second month, and they declared their pedigree after, after their family by the family of their father, according to the number of the names from 20 years old and upward by their fold. So, so we find out if you are a member of the 12 tribes of Israel, when you meet and greet one another, the first thing you're supposed to declare is your bloodline. What tribe you from, and you're supposed to tell them your nationality. So when you, so, so Paul was doing the same thing that was ordered by Moses and Aaron to tell the children of Israel, when you meet and greet one another, the first thing you tell them is your bloodline, your seed, your pedigree, what tribe you from. This is what you're supposed to pass on to your loved one. So Paul was doing the same thing. So now Paul was practicing what he preached because he said in the 24th chapter, Verse 14, if I should read that again now, young line. Look what Paul said. So now we find out Paul is no hypocrite. So Paul is not a hypocrite. Look what Paul says in the 24th chapter of Acts, young line. Verse 14. What did Paul say? Going through the book of Acts, chapter 24. We're going to pick it up at verse number 14. Verse 14, read. But this I confess unto you, that after the way which they call his day, so worship I the Yahweh of my father, believing all things which are written in the law and in the spirit. You see that? He says, what they call heresy, but he said, I believe everything that's written. So Paul was doing the same thing that Moses was doing. He was doing the same thing the children of Israel was doing. On the left side of the book, he was doing the same thing on the right side. So Paul was no hypocrite. Paul know when you when you come in contact with another fellow member of twelve tribes of Israel, the first thing you do, you declare your bloodline, your pedigree. You tell them what tribe you from. Just like the day when I met our brother James B. We talked about the tribe that the seer is from. The tribe of Judah. See? We I declared my pedigree to him and he said, Look, see, I'm gonna give you about twenty minutes on the broadcast, but right now, uh Brother B, Brother James B is been on the airways close to two hours. So you see what that means? See one thing about it. When you're hearing truth, you got to make a definite to truth. So once you find out you are children of Israel, when you meet another Israelite, you must declare your tribe and your bloodline. And 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 so far I ain't heard nothing about a Christian yet. So so now when you see the Christians automatically keep Sunday nine o'clock in the morning. Well, they was not given this rules and regulations 
only the children of Israel, but a Christian was raised once they see the children of Israel have done it, they welcome to follow the children of Israel because children of Israel cannot follow them. So if you know you are a member of the children of Israel by blood, you, the law was for you to keep the Sabbath day, Friday night, Saturday night. Now we're going we're gonna to get a precept to make sure you an order by going back with the young line in the 16th chapter of Exodus, verse 28. Listen what he says in the 16th chapter of the book of Exodus, verse 28, to the children of Israel, the people of the book, the Israelites. Look what the Almighty said to Moses in 16, verse 28. What he said, young line. All right, we're going to the book of Exodus, chapter 16. We're going to pick it up at verse number 28. Book of Exodus, chapter 16, verse 28, read. And the Yahweh said unto Moses, How long refuse you to keep my commandments in my law? He said, How long? He said, I gave you instruction, Moses, on what I want to be done. So how long... Will you refuse, he was telling Moses about the children of Israel, how long before you obey? I didn't give you Sunday the first day of the week because he made a claim in Malachi 3, verse 6. What did he say there? Young line. What he says, and write it down there, uh, Brother James B. Write these verses down because you don't have to go and sit with the pastors and said, look, Mr. Pastor, now I met old Seer Israel, and I got some scriptures I want to go over with you about these things now. Now, I'm going to pay you my tithes, free will office, and my donation. But let's talk about what I, I heard on the broadcast about this Friday night to Saturday night. And Paul says he believes everything that's written pertains to the Friday night and Saturday night, and he kept what I want to know why we don't keep Friday night to Saturday night. Now, you got to tell me something that we can read, my pal. So, Brother James B., so you see what on the table, so it was no accident. Keep that in your mind. What you reading on your line? Well, Malachi chapter 3, we're going to pick it up at verse number 6. Listen to this. Verse 6, read. What? For I am the Yahweh. Yes. I change not. Therefore, you sons of Israel are not consumed. He said, oh, he said I don't change. This message was given to the children of Israel, and I don't change. And matter of fact, the message that I was given, was given to the children of Israel, we're going to precept the Bible in the book of Deuteronomy chapter 9. Listen to what he say, uh, Brother James B., He's going he to say something about precept in your Bible and the book of Deuteronomy. He's going to make a statement, and we're going to see what he, what he says, what he says to Moses about the children of Israel. So we go on and look at the seventh chapter, maybe the seventh chapter, and we will look at, we're going to skip down to 
to verse number, let's pick it up at verse number eight. Eight down to, to 12. Eight down to 12. Let's see what it says. Hey, hey, Brother James B., listen real carefully and write these verses down, and let's see what's going on in the seventh chapter of Deuteronomy, verse number eight down to verse 12. Take your time there, young man, because Brother James B. said I'm all ill, because I'm going to take some of these notes back to my pastor, and he wants to explain something to me according to what's written in his Bible. Come on. All right. The book of Deuteronomy, chapter 7. 8 down to verse 12. Verse 8 reads. But because the Yahweh loved you, and because he would, and because he would keep the oath which he had sworn unto your father. As the Yahweh brought you out with a mighty hand, and redeemed you out of the house of bond of bondmen from the hand of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. Verse 9. Know therefore that the Yahweh, your Yahweh, he is Yahweh, the faithful Yahweh, which keepeth covenant and mercy with them that love him and keep his commandments to a thousand generations. Verse 10, and repay them that hate him through their faith, to destroy them, he would not be black, to help and hate him. He will repay him through his faith. Verse 11. You should therefore keep the commandments and the statutes and the judgment which I command you this day to do them. Verse 12. Wherefore it shall come to pass if you hearken to these judgments and keep and do them that the Yahweh, your Yahweh, shall keep unto you the covenant and the mercy which he swear unto your father. And look what he's saying, hey, hey, Brother B, Brother James B, you hear what he said? He said, I keep covenants for a thousand generations. You still don't want them generations. He said, the ones that love me, when you hear the word, you're going to obey the word. Then you keep in the covenant. But he said, the ones that hear the word and pay me no never mind, I'm going to repay you to your faith. Now what he just say? I'm repay you to your faith. Good. So now we find out that this mighty one, and now we're going back to the new book, and we're going to the 13th chapter. Listen good there, Brother James B., and all that Little Rock, Arkansas, Hot Springs, Water, everybody sitting around the turtle. This is the sixth anointing camp. I understand one thing. Paul is not the one not that gave me Sunday. Not the pocket alone. But not Paul. So we're going to find out in this lesson, well, why is we doing the Sunday morning and Paul, the Pauline doctor, at his own mouth? 
He kept the Sabbath. Friday night to Saturday night. And for your first job uh, working as an intern with yeah. Will Smith, yeah. you say to them, yeah. look, I have to have the Sabbath yeah. off, yeah. which may I just confess that I learned in my first meeting with Devon, all these years I thought the Sabbath was Sunday. Yeah. I've been going to church. We say worship on the Sabbath, worship on the Sabbath in the Baptist church. And you corrected me. You said, no, Sunday is the first day of the week. Yeah. Sabbath is Friday sundown to Saturday Sunday. That's right. That's I right. I stand corrected. <laughs> Amen. So you go to your first job yeah. with Will Smith yeah. and say, look, I'm really excited to be here, but well, I have to have Friday. Friday night sundown, Saturday night sundown off. Oh. So Oprah, she did know. So she corrected herself, but now she knows. But do you know what the Bible says about that? In St. John chapter 9, 39 to 41, what do the Bible say? You find out. That you know, but for convenience, you keep the same pattern. You know the Sabbath day is Friday night, Saturday night. But you say, I got too much investment in this church and the pastor. I'm just going to check at him and question. Did you know that Paul kept the Sabbath day? Did you know the Son kept the Sabbath day? Did you know the children of Israel kept the Sabbath day? Friday night, Saturday night. And they was upon the blessing. Mr. Tap, I'm going to give you my child, my free will offer, and my donation. Why can't we do what the Bible requires? Man, you got to come in eyeball to eyeball of Brother James B. You have to. And he got to show you in that Bible where the day was changed because Paul didn't change it. The song didn't change it. Moses was given the love to keep it. See? So you got to find out where it comes from. But in the ninth lesson, you have it in writing. Who changed it? What's the reason you're alive? Going to go another book. No. 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 Book of John, chapter 9, verse 39 down to 41. Book of John, chapter 9, verse 31. Now, now we know that Yahweh hears not sin. But if any man be a worshiper of Yahweh and doeth his will, him he hears. Verse 32. The 
to wake y'all up that because you Israelite, that don't give you a path to come into the kingdom. You got to obey the rules that was laid down once you find out that you, you are an Israelite. Then you have to you got to be a uh, Sarat thirteen thirteen, and I was looking for my the book that was moving eighteen eighty five. This book was a brother James B. Book was moved out of the regular Bible because remember the sixteen eleven King James Bible have eighty books. As you look into your book, uh, brother James B. You only got 66 books in your Bible because the Protestant church in the 1800s, 1885, they kicking out 14 books. So what we get ready to read is what we move from the King James Bible. So when you look down and see 66 books, you say, well, wait, where are y'all reading from? These books were taken out by the Protestant church. Protestant Church removed it in 1885, but we get ready to bring it back to your attention that once you go on Amazon or come into one of the class or order your apocryphal, the 14 books that's missing, you put it right between Malachi and Matthew, and you right there, you're working with something. These books were taken away from you in 1885 because they figured you know all that, that you need to know, you are be knowing who really have zoomed you too quick. So they removed 14 books from you. So you tell your pastor, say, Pastor, did you know 14 books were taken out the Bible? You say, no, I didn't know that. Well, you know, you can go take your telephone and ask your telephone how many books in the original King James Bible. And they'll give you a, a number right on your telephone. Uh, pastor, you couldn't look at, ask your phone. How many books in the original King James Bible? It'll tell you. With no problem, it'll tell you 80. You know, it's read at your fingertips now. See, all the answers right now is at the fingertips now. That's how the Almighty have made it at the fingertips. So what we're reading there, young man, we're reading Sirach 13, verse 13. Listen good at this verse in 13, verse 13. Sirach.
again. What did he do you? How open, how open he your eyes? Go ahead. Verse 25, he answered and said, whether he be a sinner or a no, I know not. One thing I know, that wherein I was blind, now I see. Yeah, yeah, Brother James B. in Little Rock, Arkansas, at that hot spring, um, hot stoves, all, all around the lunchroom and auditorium. I was blind. But he said, but now I see. Now I see plainly that we've been doing the wrong day. We're not following the Pauline doctrine. Paul kept the Sabbath day. We're not following the Psalms doctrine. He kept the Sabbath day. Sabbath day is Friday night to Saturday night. Oprah Winfrey says, I didn't know all my life, and I'm a billionaire. I didn't know that the day to worship with the Bible. It's Friday night to Saturday night. I didn't know that. But now I know it now. So once you come to the knowledge that you know, then the clock will start ticking on you. Because he'll let you hang around long enough for you to be able to hear the message. So it's no accident, Brother James B., Little Rock, Arkansas at the hospital, uh, getting all that good old hot water ran all around you. It's no accident that you're hearing that if you want the blessing, you must keep the Sabbath day. Sabbath day is the sun ground, and then once you find out that you DNA, that you are a member of the 12 tribes of Israel, you is an order for you to keep the Sabbath day. And we found the stranger that is not of Israel have to keep what you're doing. You can't keep what they're doing. But then we found out later on in the lesson that the psalm said in Luke 4, verse 13, the devil was tempting him, but he uh, took the licking and kept on kicking. Then he went to his disciples in St. John 12, 29 and 30. And he told them that same devil is coming to you. And he ain't got nothing in me. And now what he's going to do, whatever we that I'll show you, he's going to take it opposite. And we found in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 1 and 2, he works in the children of disobedience. Once you know the truth of something, and now you're just going to be stubborn and don't make the, the change, that's the children he works to. The children of disobedience. See? So what we're going to do, the young line is going to go into his telephone and find out who is the head of the Christian church. 
We want to find out who is the head of a Christian church. We're going to see by taking our telephone and asking our telephone a question. Who is the head of the Christian church? Let's see what we can get by asking our telephone and those on the international side do the same thing. Ask your telephone a question. Say, telephone, who is the head of the Christian church? Let's see the young line come up with, and we all get here together. What do you say? Who is the head of the Christian church? Ask your... Yours don't speak? Okay, what do, what, what do your telephone read? Who is the head of a Christian church? It says, it says, according to uh, uh, the Google Dictionary and Wikipedia, it says, the 266th Bishop of Rome is Pope Francis, uh, the head of the Christian church. Oh, say it again one more time. So now, now, hold on, hold on, hold on. let me just say, y'all, I don't get excited. So we want to find out who is the head of the Christian church because what we just found out in his Bible for the last two and a half hours that all keeping the laws, statutes, and commandments was given to the children of Israel. So we ain't read nothing that was given to the Christians, but we ask our parents today, who are we? And you will say in a minute, we are Christians. And Oprah Winfrey came, get this. she's a Christian, but she, she made a confession. For your first job uh, working as an intern with yeah. Will Smith, yes. you say to them, yeah. look, I have to have the Sabbath yes. off. Yes. Which, may I just confess that I learned in my first meeting with Devon, all these years I thought the Sabbath was Sunday. Yeah. I've been going to church. We say worship on the Sabbath, worship on the Sabbath in the Baptist church. And you corrected me. You said, no, Sunday is the first day of the week. Yeah. Sabbath is Friday sundown to Saturday sundown. That's right. That's I right. stand corrected. <laughs> Amen. So you go to your first job yeah. with Will Smith yes. and say, look, I'm really excited to be here but, but I have to have Friday. Friday night sundown, Saturday night sundown off. No. So Oprah Winfrey made a confession by being a billionaire, but she didn't know. So by her not knowing, we got to find out. By knowing now, maybe somebody around this international radio broadcast will Give us a call at 224-600-5579 and see, since she know now that she goes to worship with the Bible on Friday night to Saturday night. Now, I wonder what she's doing. Because it tells us in Romans 2.13 something, young lines, what it tells us in Romans chapter, now Paul went to Rome, and he looked at Romans that was Israelite descent. That's where he went over there in Rome. He looked them eyeball to eyeball, and he said something to them according to Romans 2.13. And what did he say that we can read in 2.13 that he said? 
book of Romans, chapter 2, verse number 13. Verse 13 reads, For not the hearers of the law are just before Yahweh, but the doers of the law shall be justified. You see what Paul told the Romans? Israelites is over there. He said, although I'm coming to tell you these things, but when I tell you these things, you just can't, you can't pay me no never mind. You got to hear this, and you got to do it now. The Sabbath day is when the sun goes out on Friday, the sun goes out on Saturday. So we got to talk to our pastors to see why we don't do it. But we also found on the St. John chapter 14, 29, 30, that he said, The prince of this world is coming, which is saving the devil. And he ain't got nothing in there. Now we're going to go and see what the prince of this world doing in First Peter chapter 5, verse 5 down to verse 9. We're going to see what, what is he doing. We're going to find out what is the prince of this world, which is saving the devil, doing. What is he doing right now? Peter, which is the lead tribe, head man of the 12 tribes of Israel, he got a report on what Satan's doing right now that we can read in 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 5 down to verse 9. This is good with about a young lion roar in his microphone. Come on. Book of 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 5 down to verse 9. Verse 5 reads, Likewise, you young, submit yourselves into the elders. Yes, all of you be subject one to another, and be clothed with humility. For Yahweh resisted them and given grace to the humble. Verse 6, Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of Yahweh, that he may exalt you in due time. Verse 7, Casting all your care upon him, for he cares for you. Verse 8. Be sober. Be vigilant. Because your adversary is a devil. And a roaring lion. Walking about. Seeking whom he made about. Verse 9. Whom resisted steadfast in the covenant. The faith. Knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. He says, Satan's going to be working on the ones that disobeying his covenant. Satan got a covenant. And, and the Almighty Son says that, that he ain't got nothing in me, so whatever I'm on, he's going to be total opposite. He said, now what I'm on is keeping the Sabbath day, Friday night to Saturday night. What Satan is on is for you not to keep the Friday night and Saturday night. And we found out in First Peter chapter 5, verse 5 through 8 and 9, he's like a roaring lion seeking who he can devour. And how he devour you? By you paying the Friday night, Saturday night, and giving no never mind. 
because he said he got gifts for you in the book of Matthews. He said he got a gift for you if you disobey what you got in writing. He got a gift for you. Let's read what he said he'll do for you if you pay the Bible no never mind. We go on and look at Matthew chapter 4. And we're going to pick it at verse 5 and read down until we get our point. Let's remember, the son would do nothing unless he would tell you nothing to do unless he went through the same temptation first. So he led by example. Let's see what's going on that we can read when he comes eyeball to eyeball will say the devil in Matthew chapter 4, verse 5, and we'll keep reading till we get our point. Listen real carefully as the young lion roar out of his cage in Matthew chapter 4, verse 5. Let's read a little bit. Come on. All right. We're going to the book of Matthew chapter 4. Pick it up at verse 5. Verse 5 read. Then the devil taking him up into the righteous city, and sit him on a pinnacle of the temple. Verse 6, and said unto him, If you be the son of Joshua the father, cast yourself down, for it is written, he shall give his angels charge concerning you, and in their hands they shall bear thee up. And at any time you dash your foot against a stone. Verse 7, Yahweh the Son said unto him, It is written again, You shall not tempt the Yahweh, your Yahweh. Verse 8, Again, the devil taking him up into an exceeding high mountain, and showed him all the kindness of the world. Kingdoms. And showed him all the kingdoms of the world, and the glory of them. Verse 9, And said unto him, all these things will I give you if you will fall down and worship me. Yeah. So you see what the devil did? He always come to you and tell you what you want. You want a great big church? You want a fine, fine house? You want a, you want all these fine things? He said, I give it to you. But you got to do one thing for me. You got to fall down and worship me. Worship me. He's not giving to you. But you got to fall down and worship me. Huh? So you see? And we read in St. John chapter 14, verse 29 and 30, he said, The devil is coming, and he ain't got nothing in me. But the devil did come and tempt the son and say, Listen, all this I give you, one of, how many kingdoms you want? What you want? I give it to you. But you got to do one thing. Worship me. The sun kept the Sabbath day, Friday night and Saturday night. You you don't keep Friday night, Saturday night. You keep the day that I set up. Oh, and I'm going to get at Paul, too. Paul kept the day you set up. No. I want y'all to keep the day that I set up. But we found the sun say, 
you ain't got nothing in him. But we want to know who is you working through to have us not to keep the Sabbath day. Who is you working through, and who are you blessing? Let's go to Luke chapter 4, verse 5 through 7. Let's get a second witness. We want to find out who the devil is blessing. We go to Luke chapter 4, verse 5 out of verse 7. Let's see what it says. Book of Luke, chapter 4, verse 5, down to verse 7. Verse 5 reads, And the devil, taking him up into a high mountain, showed unto him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. Verse 6, And the devil said unto him, All this power will I give you, and the glory of them, for that is delivered unto me. And to whomsoever I will, I give it. Verse 7. If you therefore will worship me, all shall be yours. So you hear what he's saying? He said, I'll give it to you. But you got to do one thing to what you want a big church? I'll give it to you. But one thing you got to do, you got to worship me. But he told his disciples now, when the prince of this world comes to save the devil, he ain't got nothing in it. So whatever we doing, he is going to do total opposite of it. Okay. So now the drummer started kicking. It's getting a little. And we found out now, I want to go back on your phone again and read who is the head of the Christian church. I need to hear it one more time. And everybody got a telephone. You go on your telephone, and you find out. Just ask the phone one question. Who is the head of the Christian church? One more time, there. come on. All right. Going back to read about who is the head of the Christian church. Then read. The 266 Pope of Rome. Uh, Bishop of Rome and Pope Francis, the head of the Christian church. Oh, so Pope Francis, so the Roman Catholic Church, they are the head of the Christian church. So who is the head of the Christian church is the Pope of Rome. The Pope that's in the Vatican City, he is the head of the Christian church. Okay, good. Now the drummer's on it. Now sit down there, Brother James B. And those around Little Rock, Arkansas. Sit down, make sure you sit down now. So the Pope is the head of the Christian church. And let's find out who the head of the Pope. Now we're going to find out who the head of the Pope by going and looking in a book called Enoch. We're going to look at the book of Enoch, chapter 26, verse 12 and 13. We're going to the third book of Enoch. We're going to the third book of Enoch. And let's find out. Now, we, we want to lay it in real carefully. The Almighty warned his followers that when Satan comes, he ain't got nothing in me. And if you worship Satan, Whatever blessing you want, he's in the blessing business too. 
He can bless you with anything you want. You want a big church? Yes. You want a big, big, fine mate? Yes. You get all that case. But one thing you got to do is worship me. And I ain't got nothing to do with the song. I'm totally different from him. Time 26, 12, 13. So now, so now we said, his drama is, is kind of, he said, and we found out in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 1 and 2, Satan the devil works in the children of disobedience. It's like, for example, when you drive in your car, you deliberately ran the red light, and then the police officer pulled you over and said, you seen me at the corner. Why did you run the red light? Because I feel like it. I deliberately ran the red light, and I didn't see you. So you just disobedient, right? And I'm going to give you not only one ticket, I'm going to give you as many as I can. See what happens? So you got people out here, pastors too, they know that the Sabbath day is Friday night and Saturday night. They would deliberately not keep it and say, Paul, and we found out Paul said, no, I didn't change it. I believe everything that was written. I'm a Friday night, Saturday night keeper. I'm an Israelite from the tribe of Benjamin, according to the 11 chapters, 1 and 2 of Romans. And Paul went to the Romans, that was the Romans, which was Israelites in Rome, and told them, y'all got to keep your Sabbath day. If you want the blessing, you got to obey then we found the psalm was tempted by the Satan, the devil, and told, and Satan told the son, listen, you see all this power? It's been delivered to me. I give it to you. If you do one thing for me, fall down and worship. He wants you to worship. Not Friday night to Saturday night. No. Sunday. And we found out that that he that he is running something. And but we have well we have found out that Pope Francis, all the popes, is the head of the Christian church. Now we go and find out in writing who is the head of the Vatican City, the Pope that's in place today and all of them that have ever been, who is their head? We found out right now by going to Enoch. Chapter, the third book of Enoch, chapter 26, verse 12 and 13. Uh, Brother James B., make sure you sit down real carefully. And all around, and all around Rockville, Arkansas, make sure you all is listening in. Everybody listening in? Let's find out exactly. Who the head of the Christian church? Who who is they head? It's about out right now in writing. Young line, get ready to read. It's called the Third Book of Enoch. Uh, chapter what? Third Book of Enoch, chapter 26, verse number 12. Okay. Verse 12, read. 12 and 13. You see what it says is 12 and 13. Listen good. Okay, good. Give it, well, give me it. Okay, 12. 
according to Rod 1313, you're supposed to wake up out of your sleep and say, listen, my salvation on the line. I'm going to pay you my tithe, Mr. Preacher, my free will office and my donation. But I'm going and worship on the Friday night and Saturday night because I know better. The children of Israel, I, I'm not a member of the children of Israel, and maybe not, I might be a stranger. But if I do what they do, then I get the blessing to get in the kingdom. That's for those that's non-Israelite bloodline. You still can get to the kingdom, but you got to do what the bloodline Israelites do that keeps the Sabbath day. And another thing you got to do what the bloodline Israelites do, and 1537 verse 40 or number, it's something else you got to do that the bloodline Israelites were given a order to do. We're going to the 15th chapter, verse 37 out of verse 40 of Numbers. And and children of Israel got another order from the mighty one. They told Moses to tell Aaron and the children of Israel if something else he wants them to do for him to recognize you on the right track. Numbers 15, 37 down to verse 40. Listen good, brother. James. The book of Numbers, chapter 15, verse 37 down to 40, verse 37 reads. And the Yahweh spake unto Moses, saying, 38, speak unto the children of Israel, and bid them that they make them bridges in the border of their garments throughout their generation, and that they put upon the bridge of the borders a ribbon of blue. Verse 39, and it shall be unto you for a friend, that you may look upon it and remember all the commands of the Yahweh and do them, and that you seek not after your own mind in your own eyes after which you used to go a home. Verse 4, that you may remember and do all my law. And be righteous unto your Yahweh. He said, once you know and you and you find out you are a member of the twelve tribes of Israel or the strangers, he put a sign on you to wear fringes with a ribbon of blue. Those they have on fringes with a ribbon of blue for him to know that you are obeying him, not the world. So the fringes is your protection. You might get in a need one day, and the Almighty will look upon you and see you got your fringes on with the ribbon of blue, then he can deter the problem you get ready to run into because you obey him. You got it? Good. So it's very important to understand, don't leave home without wearing fringes. You might need him. And when he when he call when you call on him, and he see you keeping the Sabbath days and wearing your fringes, according to Sirach two verse ten, listen what he says in Sirach two verse ten about you wearing your fringes and obeying him. Sirach two verse ten. What does it say? Look at Sirach chapter two. We're going to pick it up at verse number 10. Verse 10 reads, 
Look at the generation of old. And see, did ever any trust in the Yahweh and was confounded? Or did any abide in his fear and was forsaken? Or whom did he despise that called upon him? You see that? He said, search the record. Whenever you got him right at your at your knees, he was there for you. Because he said in Philippians chapter 4, verse 17, he said something in Philippians chapter 4. Listen good, Brother James. He said something in Philippians chapter 4, verse number 17, and listen what he said in 4, 17 and 19. What did he say that we can read? Philippians chapter 4, verse 17 and 19. All right. Going to the book of Philippians, chapter 4, verse 17 and verse 19. Verse 17 reads, Not because I desire a gift, but I desire fruit that may abound into your account. Mm-hmm. Verse 19, But my Yahweh shall supply all your needs according to his riches and glory by Yahweh the Son. So he's going to supply all your needs. Meaning, if you got him right, Brother James, then he's going to get you right. That's the key. He'll supply all your needs. When he knows you're doing what the Bible says, not what the Roman Catholic Church says. The Roman Catholic Church, we find out, is the head of the Christian church. Satan the devil is the head of the Christian church. You see that? See what you find out? And he said, Satan ain't got nothing in me. So now we're going to Isaiah chapter 43, which is good. Isaiah 43, verse 1, 3, 8 through 10, 14, 15, and 21. Listen real good. Because a lot of times people say, well, I'm a Jehovah Witness. We're going to find out who is, the, who is the Jehovah Witness of the Bible. Isaiah 4 and 3, verse 1, 3, 8 through 10, 14, 15, and 21. Remember, we'll be back on the airway. The broadcast is a three-hour broadcast. We'll be back on the, on the airways again at 2 o'clock. We'll be cutting off in about a couple more minutes. So, uh, James B., I'll say you give me 20 minutes. You gave me the whole three hours. That's a blessing to you to help your family, starting with yourself. Isaiah 4, 3, verse 1, 3, 8 through 10, 14, 15, and 21. Young line, bring it. All right, we're going to the book of Isaiah, chapter 43, verse 1, 3, 8 through 10, and 14, down to 15, and 21. The book of Isaiah, chapter 43, verse 1, reads, but now, thus said to Yahweh, that you ready, Israel, and he that formed you, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by your name. You are mine. But right. hold that point for time. Say, read verse 10. Okay, verse 10. You are my witness, says to Yahweh, and my servant, whom I have chosen. That you may know that that you may know and believe me, 
and understand that I am He. Before me there was no Yahweh born, neither shall there be after me. So who are the witnesses of the Bible according to Part 3, verse 1? The children of Israel. The children of Israel. 